Hi everyone! Aloha! Welcome back to Nights on the Lanai. I am Tifa. And the silent <laughs> one is Rachel. That's my name and that's exactly how you say it. Yeah, it's with a little stutter in the beginning. Mm. Rachel. Yeah, like Scooby doing it. <laughs> So, <laughs> I never know. Yes, we we are back. Um, we apologize for the delay in, uh, you know, following up on the episodes, the new episodes for Ruby Season 8. It's mostly my fault. Tiff's been really like, we should do it. And I'm like, yeah. And then I don't. It's also, you know, it's it's both both of us. So, we are here and we're yes. going to do, uh, do it a little different. We're going to talk about episodes two, three, and four all in this one episode. I know we said that we were going to post them when it became available to first mem- to non-first members, but I just feel like, you know, most people who are probably going to listen to these weekly things, most of you probably have first or you have verb because you really want to know what happens. <laughs> um, and it's a little hard to, you know, wait a week and especially when you're frequenting, you know, whatever fan sites you want or who knows, but we just figured it would be easier to just like talk about them as the weeks happen so you know yeah and you know if you feel otherwise please reach out to us Mm -hmm. but um you know we'll do our best to try and and tweet out or you know write in our like descriptors that there's going to be some spoilers if you haven't seen it yet um but yeah so without further ado let's get into it what are your yeah. first thoughts starting with episode two? I don't know. We just watched them all. So I feel like they're going to blur together. So mind it if we're like, remember in three when this happened and it didn't happen in three? Right. We'll, um, we'll try not to be all over the place, but no we'll guarantees. Try to keep it. Yeah. We, we tend to go off on tangents on this. You know how it is. Um, so I guess we left off. We, we got, okay, now I'm losing it. We got into episode two at the, uh, they split up, right? Right after one. And so yes. we had the evacuation of Mantle. And um, we have Yang and Jean and Ren as one group. And then we have an Ruby. Oscar. An Oscar. Uh-oh. Oh, that's that episode. That. <laughs> is it? Is it two or is it? I think it's I think two. it's two. Yeah, you're right. So right off the bat, we have, you know, these two groups and it's really interesting because their dynamics are kind of odd in a way they're not always that together as people or I mean like you know we don't really always see Blake and Ruby interacting on their own and we don't really see Yang and Jean or Yang and Ren or Nora and Weiss so it's really neat to see those dynamics um and for this episode we basically saw what was happening on Yang, Jean, Oscar, and Ren's side. Um, and a little bit of what Weiss and the gang were doing with the shiny dust tubes. <laughs> Which <laughs> was amazing. I love Nora so much. <laughs> I, I am glad there was that bit of lightness in the, in the episode and season so far. So. I honestly think it was one of the funniest things since season one. I, I feel like it was... It, like, because season one and two felt a little more dopey in a fun way. Like, it was like they chucked kids off a cliff and they did all this crazy stuff. And since then, it's gotten a little more serious and there's a lot more uh, focus on, 
you know, the plot of things. But when she sucked her up that tube, I was like, this is exactly like Ozpin sipping his coffee <laughs> while the kids are flying into the sky. I'm like, it's exactly that level of humor, and I missed it. And it happened so quickly, so suddenly, that you couldn't just help but be shocked and surprised and giddy about it. <laughs> we watched it, like, six times. We were literally like, <gasps> wait, 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 one more time, rewind. <laughs> Her scream was perfect. We literally <laughs> looked at her like, Weiss is dead. It's fine. It's first death in the season, and it's Weiss. Mm, uh, so sorry to see you go, sweetie. <laughs> so sad. No, I love Weiss. That so was a lot of Weiss. S's and ones. So sorry to see you go, sweetie. Ooh. Well, but you succeeded. Not a, not a tongue twister, though. No. So sorry to see you go, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a pretty easy one. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Sad to see you so spicy, so... All right, we won't go down that road today. Sally, Sally, Sally. Don't know, don't even. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, anyways. <laughs> God, that's going to crack me up all day. <laughs> I could do it again if you want. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'll lose all focus. Um, yeah, I agree. I think the... The new dynamics with the the slightly split up, rearranged groups was really interesting to see. Um, and I don't know. It, it was... Uh, there was a lot to try and, um, I guess, focus on and pick apart when, you know, the scenes went back to Oscar, Ren, Yang, and Jean... Um, it, it was, I don't know, it was so serious. You could right off the bat see Ren was, like, super upset, which I didn't really realize at first until rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like what the creators, you know, just everybody on the team did about escorting the people in, was it Sector 7? Yeah, Sector 7. For... Um, to town and how, I know that's Ren's semblance is to kind of nullify people's presence or something mm-hmm. he like masks the emotions so because the, the grim sense the emotions this negative emotions Mask the emotions yeah. so does that affect the individuals like how they feel i don't know but they looked very morose <laughs> yeah no but i was gonna say i thought that was like really well done on on the teams you know right the creators and everybody working on it that it just played in so well with all of the feelings that they mm. put in right in the season like it's gray and everybody's unsure and doubtful and it just plays into those feelings so well i was just like wow this is oh giving me goosebumps yeah they definitely did like up the ante when it came like especially with that woman who was like screaming it's like you're racist aunt at thanksgiving oh god and i was like yang just did the same thing i would have done (laughs) every all of us would have done like god i'm so glad she did that me too put you into perspective mm-hmm. and Jesus. it was just like and I feel like she's just tired too she's like uh, I can't believe people still like is this like this like I can't believe this is a fight that still has to be fought and you know uh, it's that it's plays just, so like, well into what's happening right now yeah like there's no time for you to worry about like you're you're come on man like there's like evil evil monsters roaming the streets and you're like I don't want to be with those people like Want to be eaten okay. up by the monkeys, the flying monkeys? Because, I mean, go ahead. You know, why don't you stay here then? There's no place for racism here. No, no. We, we do not need that, please. <laughs> but it was funny that I, I think it was her daughter, I'm assuming, with this shovel, was just like, I'm going to go get our things. And I was like, that is. 
That was really funny. Yes. And then, yeah, like, when she was complaining when they were going. And, and then that led into Oscar's discussion with Austin, which we were like, oh, my gosh, we didn't hear anything at the end of season seven. They just introduced Austin. He's there again. And we were like, oh, he's back. Right. And then we got their first conversation, really. Right? Yeah. No, they talked in one, but it wasn't like, you know, it was more just shut up. Get out. Right. Weren't you saying that you thought, um, or it was... It made you think uh, whether they were having this continuous oh, conversation yeah, they, beforehand? Or? Yeah, if, like, maybe in the, the minds they were, like, talking, you know, or, or the feelings or whatever, however they communicate. Yeah. Um, I guess that would have been the first time, though, because he's like, I'm upset you came back. Yeah. Or, I don't know. So that was that was interesting to see that, you know, because we were all kind of, I'm, I'm sure, I, I mixed feelings about Osmond coming back. Not Not that you don't want him back. It's just, like, right now there's just, like, Everyone feels differently about Ospin and what his character is like and what he's doing. It's just, like, it's going to be interesting to see him come back. And I thought maybe we'd be happier or as, a, as the team, but it seems like Oscar is, like, I'm not happy. And it's not necessarily because he, like, I think hates Ospin. It's that he hates his fate. Yeah. I feel like that's the biggest thing about Oscar is he's like, oh, well, at first he was like, oh, I don't know, like, this guy is, you know, weird old dude stuck in my head. And now he's like, I'm going to be that weird old dude, like, I don't think that's... I think that's the one thing that he's starting to flip out about. Especially because he's been beating the shit up for his song. God, we will but touch like, that later. Ooh. We will. He gets no rest. He gets no... That no boy. Rest. I don't think he slept a day since season six. Little baby. <laughs> I mean, he's not a baby, but... Jesus. No, he... To us, he's, he's like, what, 14? I was curious, though, because I know you were trying to pinpoint, like, <clears throat> what character he's supposed to resemble... Or, or uh, symbolize, and I just remember seeing the little plush dog doll, mm. and I was like, is he Dorothy? What yeah. is that Toto? I but what is that? that? You're like, Toto? But what does that mean? Because he's being left behind. and He's now in, uh, what's the, what, I guess where does he go? Oz? Land of Oz? Yeah, I guess so. Now he's in the Land of Oz? He's been captured? I don't know if that's the case. I mean, that, may, that would make sense, because he ended up Getting capture. Yeah. <gasps> it's interesting. And then the, all the people circle around are the Tin Man and the Scarecrow. And yeah. And we have the Lion, Lionheart Man. <laughs> I'm kidding. His name is Lionheart. He was a coward. Um, yeah, I think that was that discussion. And then it went into uh, – them getting into the camp, right? So we got to see Joanna. Oh, we also saw Joanna with the news conference thing. Oh, right. That she was, was great. great. Yeah, I <laughs> like... Okay, okay. And and I just have to say the Happy Hunters is the season are shining. And I think a lot of, like, you know, introducing new characters like that so late in the game, it's, what, season seven? It's always a... You know, it can be tough, but, I mean, I think they're doing a good job of making them their own characters, but also just mixing with the team well and mixing with the feel of the show. I think that the Happy Huntresses um, are really going to come through at the end mm-hmm. and turn things around. Or, you know, because they're already putting that in the minds of the the townspeople that Ironwood has failed them. Uh, but, you know, they're there protecting them. And they're still there supporting everybody. So I feel like at the end, that's where the turnaround is going to be whenever, like, Crow and Robin can come out. Mm. And, and get out. I had a whole theory about it. I was like, I don't, okay. And that's, we'll get into that in season and oh is is two where they talk about is that when it opens with robin and crow and ironwood and 
Well, was that where they opened, or was that the next episode? I don't remember. Oh, God. No, the next episode opens with them in the tubes. Right, so it was this episode. So, okay, so it was too. So that's the first thing. Okay, so I, I was interested. That's a... Oh, I could talk. Maybe only for, like, ten minutes, but... Um, <laughs> rather than my Tell usual hour. Theories. Yes. No, I just think it's interesting, because... Um, they are the ones present, the Happy Hunters are taking up the mantle that Robin, you know, obviously they'd all establish together, and they invoke her name a lot. They're always like, Robin would be proud, or, you know, not that, not that they're saying she's gone, but she's not present. Yeah. And, like, so in the opening, first of all, I love Robin's character. I think she's, like, one of my favorites right now. She's just, like, sassy and fun, and she's, like, the much-needed, like, kind of lighter side of that imprisonment, because they're all trapped in these actually kind of nice-looking cells, aside from, as Tiffany pointed out, the marble blocks they slid. <laughs> they did look like marble they blocks. did not look comfortable. So sorry. <laughs> Oops. Um, no wonder she can't be still. I know, she's but, I mean, moving around good, all the time. Good for her. Yeah. Keep that energy up, man. Let's call them out. White, white snake. Well, not a white snake. I took a picture of white snake and I put a mustache on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? She called him a snake and a mustache. Uh, that was great. <laughs> it was wonderful. And it was interesting. So uh, when we first open, we see the bad, or the, the pin and crow, and we hear her saying it's your fault. And obviously, you know, probably Crow's internal monologue, but she was talking to Jacques. And, um, yeah, so my biggest theory about that was that uh, we assume that Ironwood is the, like, the um, end game of his their ire. Like, that's the end goal for, for, for Crow. He wants to kill him, right? Because as soon as he mentioned that, he's like, we can kill the man who put us here, they flash to Ironwood. And you're like, oh, okay, that's where the target is. But I always, and I don't know, this. I just feel like it's a red herring. I feel like you know, obviously it's obvious he wants to, like, get kill Ironwood, but there's something about their past interactions that make me think that, yeah, but it would almost be too obvious, and they might play it straight, which is fine, too, but I was like, I feel like Tyrion is the real enemy that he sees. I think so, too. I think that's a great theory, because it just wouldn't really, to me, it doesn't make sense if he would go after Ironwood, because his character has grown so much from his, like, you know, past difficulties with, like, alcoholism and everything. And to go to that kind of almost lower path instead of maybe sparing him mm-hmm. or, you know, like, telling him, like, still giving him that option of working together. I think it's also a red herring. Yeah. yeah. It's just odd because it's like, you know, I don't... It's not that, like... I mean, Ironwood's a horrible person right now. Like, he's not... But the thing is, I don't think that Crow should be the one to pull that trigger because I feel like that's a heavy burden. And especially because he's anyone, no one should have to pull that trigger. Like, that's, I mean, it's, it's hard to wish on any character. Like, well, you got to kill this guy, even though he's bad. It's like it still puts that pressure on someone to have to do that horrible thing, even though it might not be horrible because you're, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's still a, a murder, you know? And I just don't think that the revenge plot is conducive to what Crow has become as a character. I mean, sure, Tyrion is also, you can argue that too. Would he really want to kill Tyrion? It's the same thing. It's the revenge. But I was like, I have a feeling that Robin is going to talk him down from killing either of them. Mm. And the reason I say that is because, well, first of all, in the opening, she's reaching out to him. And I think they've been playing up their uh, familiarity for the last season too, just because she, like, you know, I, just, I, I don't think it's an accident that they're interacting a lot more, that they were in the opening in season seven together. Yeah. Oh, I said six, didn't I? No, you said okay. seven. 
I'm um, pretty sure. I will find out. I hope. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll listen and we'll move. Um, and so I think their characters are going to have a lot more to do as a pair. Um, and I think when she said that line of, he didn't kill anybody, I just feel like that was... Because he followed up with, let's kill him. And I was like, I just feel like those lines are supposed to be juxtaposed. Yeah. I don't know what the, you know, maybe not. But it, it just seemed to me like it was purposeful. Like, they were trying to say, they might not kill anyone. That's not really what these characters are going to do. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, could be totally wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Because Ironwood is also Crow's friend still. Despite everything. I, I think, you know. Uh, yeah, we don't history, know. We don't he it just hug seemed, him. It seemed like they were friends. Yeah, you know? he did. So I'm just like, bottle. does he really want to rule out one more person? Not mm, rule out, but like get rid of one more person that is his friend still, despite, you know, the the difficulties that um, are going on between them. Like, yeah. I feel like he's lost enough people and he's gone through enough crap that exactly. he's not going to want to, I don't know, at least for Ironwood, like, kill him. My Absolutely. theory. <laughs> even even if you're like, this is a horrible despot and I need to get rid of them. Like, if you've known them for so long, like, once again, it's just, ugh, I have to do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, I get it. Like, I'll do it if I got a man, but. No, I feel like he's going to be like, I'm fucking fed up with this. <laughs> I'm tired of killing people. <laughs> I'm just going to bite you with the tip of my freaking awesome scythe and, like, oh, yeah, put, he you, doesn't have hard put you in your place. I know. God. <laughs> I just, I like the jail crew. I think it's really funny because I hate Jacques, but boy, is it funny to watch Robin rip him to shreds. But also, is it funny to watch him in there just like, oh, <laughs> my cups in my, like, oh, mm. fly, oh, oh, <laughs> pansy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these people don't understand being rich. Like, he's just, and then Watson, he's just, oh, whatever, man. Great villain. And I love when the, the guard came in and he's like, you've already caught me, haven't you? And they're like, boom! And I'm like, shut up! <laughs> We're not here to listen to you, Doc. It was, yeah. Um, so that was the first scene, then we move into the mantle, and then we get to um, them in the camp with, we see Fiona, right? So we're shifting forward, we didn't talk about. Yeah. Right? With yeah, um, they, they arrive with the Sector 7 people into the camp, and we see Badger Hands Man. I love him. Badger Hands! Badger Got Hands! I, I loved all of that. Um, and I guess we see a little bit more of the doubt uh, between Nora and Ren and just, like, the whole uneasiness between their group being split up this mm. way. Um, Even who? Joanna? Or Fiona pointed that out. She was like, uh, I didn't think you guys work together. Being not together. Yeah. Yang was like, we're fine. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. No, that's that, right. Yang and Oscar and them. Sorry. Oh, Got no. mixed up. Um, yeah, but then they, they, immediately after that, they went off. Yeah, they right, did. To, yeah. to help stave off the Grim. Um. The Wyverns. Wyverns? I don't know Wy- how you say it. Wyverns? I don't know. It's a word I only say It always head. bothered me in Game of Thrones, because apparently Wyverns, Wyverns have, like, wings as, like, their, for, like, their appendage, their arm, like, bats, right? But they have back legs. They're, like... <laughs> And then so when I watch Game of Thrones, they were like, look at these dragons. I'm like, those are wyverns. <laughs> wyverns. I don't know how you say it. 
I was like, that's a, no. Wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm wrong. probably wrong, but that no. was what my lore brain was like. Wait, why did you design them like that? Dragons have four legs. I don't doubt your lore brain. It's probably a little mushy. So. <laughs> I don't know. I went, <laughs> But I looked it up, too. I'm like, don't wyverns have two feet and two wings? <laughs> that's it? No, no arms. <laughs> no arms. Their wings are their arms. <laughs> and they flap it like a bird. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so, gosh. And that scene was, okay, so, I, I, I mean, as soon as the episodes end, I tend to go on, like, Tumblr, just to look at what people were thinking, or if they've caught anything interesting, which I still haven't seen anyone talk about, um, Rumpelstiltskin, oh, which is God. interesting. I don't know why, I just feel like it might be someone that comes along, I just, I, it was just there, it was and I'm like, like why is Rumpelstiltskin there? I wonder who's gonna, mm, I'm so curious. Is that, like, a, were they in a bar, is that a beer name, like, what? or maybe they're already planning for, like, nine, and, like, we put him in nine, it's fine, we're just telling <laughs> you guys he's on his way. God, um, I hope so, I'm cool. so for it. I love Rumpelstiltskin. I'm excited. Yeah, you. I love that. I was like, he slept for a lot. Was not that is Rip Man Winkle? If <laughs> anyone is wondering, <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin is not that character. Dip was like saying everything right, and I'm like, mm, this is not right to me. <laughs> He's supposed to be asleep. <laughs> no, I was totally wrong. <laughs> uh, um, um. So going on into the. The scene where Oscar is getting captured. Okay. Well, it was really creepy and eerie to finally see what people had pointed out. Oh, like yeah, that, that they saw it. They saw the hound. It's called the hound, by the way. Oh, okay. It's, it's the credits. So stopping and seeing the hound on the bridge, just freaking watching them. I didn't even was... notice before. So I'm like, I didn't Whoa. either. And then seeing it after it was pointed and running out. across when they were <gasps> in the bike, it was running. Yeah stalked them <gasps> that was creepy yeah honestly the design of the hound is gushy it's, it's quite squishy looking it i feel is. like it's like if i pushed my hands into it its arms like they would sink it's in. in a continuous state of melting yes. but not dripping it's mm. like still on its body but it's melting like a <laughs> newtonian fluid <laughs> uh, a newtonian i've ever seen those are really neat apparently it's like if you apply force to them they get really hard Oh, or I think that's Newtonian like making fluid. that like putty thing. That yeah, you stick a finger in it, solid. But if you go slowly, yeah, it like does like, like squishy. Yeah, I think I'm thinking of the right thing. If I'm not, I don't know. But yeah, it was like very, it's kind of like that. Yeah, not dripping. So, I have a theory, that. Okay, so it was really surprising that it, commands other Grim. Yeah, it can <laughs> that speak. Was creepy. And transform. And so, um, I don't know if I should talk about this theory now. or Do it, do it. Horcrux. Horcrux theory. Yes, Horcrux theory, which, you know, (laughs) I guess could be technically applied to um, Penny and... Ah. (laughs) Beatrice Voldemort? Beatrice. Oh, my God. (laughs) No. No, he's good. I mean, I think he's good. But it's a similar theory. So, like, (laughs) Rachel was telling me that people were thinking the hound could be potentially the, uh, be Summer. Yeah, so there's, like, I'm I'm sure if you've scoped out any of the fan sites for this and you've seen this Summer is the hound theory that people are positing. I don't Um, know. I I don't want Summer to be alive. Just because I'm, like, I'm tired of, 
I'm tired of it. Like, well, the mom's secretly alive. Like, no, it's just, he's gone. It's fine. Just keep her that way. Ah, like, I just want it story. to be like, okay, Ruby can recover from all this and not have it. I don't know. I don't, I don't, sometimes it's not played well. Anyway, I like your yeah. theory a lot better. So, <laughs> so I was thinking as we were rewatching it that, um, the reason why maybe it has all this power and can speak and do all these weird, creepy things is because Salem has taken a part of her soul. Does she even have a soul? I don't know. I was thinking about, like, does she have an aura? Or an aura? Yeah. Because if she does... Does she have a semblance? Like, I don't know. I don't know either. But I feel like if, if, um, you know, she's immortal and so is Ozpin... And he technically has a soul and can be in anybody's body, then she must have one too, or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So if that's the case, then I think she maybe took a part of hers out, like uh, Pietro, Petro, petroleum, (laughs) (laughs) petroleum. (laughs) You know that guy, petroleum. (laughs) I'm so sorry, everybody. Pinocchio. (laughs) Spinacopita. I want some biscotti. Her, 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 her color is green. That works. <laughs> um, oh, God. So, yeah. So, Salem put <clears throat> a part of her aura, whatever, mm. into this hound. And that's how it's able to do that. And maybe that's her experiment. Yeah. Somewhere along the same lines as Penny. But but Penny's obviously good. <clears throat> oh, my God. You just made some... I just thought about they're going to be like... Literally, like, the, the two things, right? So it's, like, Penny was created oh, yeah. as, like, a, a a symbol of good, and this hound was created as a symbol of evil, but they both are technically non, non-human non in that sense. They're, they're, but they have souls. Right. Does that make sense? So yeah. not the, but, the, you know, it might be juxtaposing the idea of, uh, you know, and, and maybe Penny will grapple with that. Like, oh, my God, what if I'm not... What if I'm just that thing, you know? What if that's all I am? And it's like, no, Penny, you know? There might be that moment. Oh, my gosh. That would... I, I could see oh that. Oh, my God. I, that, wow. Wow. We're so smart. <laughs> I feel like... Teamwork. Wow. Oh, I We just... Uh, uh, we pound. Pound. We did the wonder... Pound it. Pound it. With an explosion at the end. Park it. Uh, we can't see this. Jellyfish. <gasps> Don't jellyfish me. <laughs> um, so so that would be really interesting to see. I mm. would. I am excited for the Saturday. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my god! After last episode. Oh gosh. Stopped. Okay. Wait. Wait. <laughs> so I guess that kind of concludes second yeah, episode. Well, Was there anything else? That no. It you just. Saw? Oh well. Just also getting beat the shit out of much. <laughs> Traumatizing. That was really traumatizing. It's like I realized recently, like when I was a kid and I'm watching like Full Metal Alchemist, Ed is a year older than Oscar in that. And as a 13 year old watching it, I was like, oh, this kid just got stabbed. It's whatever. I can deal with it. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh my God. I Maria Ross them. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Don't go there. Put in your room. Because <laughs> I'm like, your child. He just seems so helpless. He, it, it, Bob, it was, and it was so it hard was to watch. it was freaky, yeah, yeah. It was hard to watch. But it's like, watching, it's like watching a little, like, brother or a little nephew get beaten up. Like, oh, my God, I would be absolutely hog wild after that creature. 
And I guess the only excuse I can give Ren, Yang, yeah, and Sean was that they're just really shocked about this hound. <laughs> I mean, that was the big thing is, like, why didn't you do stuff? And I was like, well, maybe they're just like, oh, we're all fighters here. You know, he's a fighter, too. And my, like, instincts of, like, no, child's in danger, like, not factor into necessarily what they're thinking. Because they're like, yeah. oh, he's, he's capable. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Oh, 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 we're supposed to go. No. Yeah. And they're like, to give him back. He's not. <laughs> One man was like, no, give him back. And then the hound was like, no. <laughs> First of all, I was like, damn. And then I was like, you asked him, Ren. What do you think he's going to do? Oh, sure. I just was playing with you guys. <laughs> Fetch. <laughs> now oh, go run. So that I can bite you and throw him farther. <laughs> uh, very much, uh, yeah. But it was, it was still, like, very terrifying. And when its wings burst out and all that black stuff, <clears throat> the black ooze came into the air, I was like... <gasps> I mean, maybe this was just for dramatic effect, but I feel like them showing the black drip, that drip drip, going onto Oscar's face. I'm, I kept thinking, I was like, okay, is this for dramatic effect, or are you trying to say that Salem's, like, darkness will slowly seep <laughs> into Oscar? I'm, like, getting way into it in my mind. Oh, my God, dude, I wish they could see your, like... She's being so expressive with it. You're like an actress on stage. <laughs> like, during the episodes, I'm deadpan. But in my mind, <laughs> I'm like, why? What does this mean? Oh, my God. No, Dramatic, was... get on the knees. Why? <laughs> like, that little meme of that furry thing that's like, why? And it has its hand out, and it's like, why? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a monkey. Is it a monkey? Maybe it's I don't know. What no, it's probably a monkey. What is it? No, no, no. Anyway, that, that's what we are so, at the end of every episode. The monkey, yes. But no, and that was absolutely, yeah. I don't I know, know what the black on his face means. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I said that really weird. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to put the words in my mind together. Um, Very Southern. <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> no! You won't take the Northeast out of me. Mm, um, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's about all we have for episode two. Um, yeah, let's. So now episode three. three. And three began tubes. with the tubes. <laughs> tubes. <laughs> tubes. Just darkness for like 20 seconds and. and like, what is I know. Happening? I was like, what the heck is this? I was like, is this the right show? And then like. I thought it froze. <laughs> or not freeze, but like glitch, you know, the. There was a lag with the actual pictures. Or I thought, like, Iron Mode was going to be punching a wall or something. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great to just see him, like, back off and just his back and him, like, <laughs> going berserk? <laughs> Hitting a wall? You're useless. <laughs> You're useless. <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't keep hitting the, the droids. I'm watching you in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, it's like the Kylo Ren of Atlas. <laughs> Screaming. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, anyway, no, it was the tubes. <laughs> right, so we got Squad A, Squad B. Yeah, with May along for, the, along for the trip. Yeah. May, Ruby, well, part of Ruby, Nora. Part of Ruby? <laughs> I mean, not actually part of Ruby. <laughs> She was split in half. 
<laughs> you take her legs. I'll take her head. <laughs> I get separation anxiety, okay? I need something. Why don't you take your semblance and just split it, you know, and then just, you know. Sorry, sorry. Part yeah. of the Ruby team. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I get you. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we have, yeah, Weiss, Nora, Blake, Ruby, Penny. They May. made it alive through the tubes. Oh, the my, first of all, Weiss bent, like, literally in half. So I'm like, she's definitely dead. And the rest of them, I'm like, they're all definitely dead. Unless they did that thing where you're supposed to, like, straighten, you know, in water slides? When you're like, you have to straighten out or else <laughs> you're going to die. You're going to fly up the fucking slide. Which when I was in high school and there was this, we were at a school trip and there was this kid. And um, he, basically where they were at, the, we were at the, oh, I wasn't on the top. <laughs> no, no, no. But other kids, my friend was behind him and he was in the top of that crazy slide in the Disney park. What is it? The, and the ice thing, it's like a bloom. And the guy's like, make sure you put your hands across your chest. And the guy's like, uh-huh. And then he goes down, and he immediately throws his hands up and shoots him. <laughs> and then, like, the guy running the ride turns around to my friend, and he goes, he's going to die. <laughs> like, the flattest expression, he's going to die. And my friend was like, oh, my God, I know him. He's going to die. <laughs> he didn't. But it reminded me of that scene. I was so scared. Like, I didn't have any actual... Oh God, I wouldn't make it if a lifeguard said that before I got He's on. Die. <laughs> because that's always what I envision without yeah. anybody saying that. Every person in front of me, I'd be like, they're going to fly off. They're going to fly off. <laughs> Your fate is... You're just... You're going to die, man. I did. One time there was a little hump one I did. And I, like, literally went... <laughs> boom, and I, like, blew over the hump and I hit and it hurt. And I didn't go on them again. It was very painful. I was like, why did they fly so fast? They're scary. But, scary. you know, we still get on them. Oh, we do. We do. Um. So, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Back to Ruby. They tubes. <laughs> get out of the tubes alive. Thank God. And now it's their mission impossible to get to past. Uh, the... Into the military base to. What were they doing again? They're trying to. Hack get into access the, or yeah. Oh, get access to or launch hack. Amity, right? Okay. Or something. They were supposed to is? get the code so they could like To launch, to it, launch or, it or or something else. Okay. <sighs> it's fine. We but we totally know. We do. There's <laughs> just a lot, you know. We don't know. We'll get we'll get there. <laughs> so but anyways, they had to hack into something and get past the main central um what Command? is what <laughs> no what is Oh, Central Command. I thought you said Central Land. And like, <laughs> where is that? You know Central Land? Like Central Park? Yeah. But in... But in Atlas. Atlas. Mm-hmm. Central okay. Park Land. <laughs> Named after the Fable Central right. Park. Central Command. Yeah. There we go. And um, they had to do that. And May Semblance is also, obviously, that's why I like her being there. It's very helpful. To just be invisible. Yeah. No, it's great. And it was also awesome that <laughs> finally now we know Ruby's new skill is that she can extend the 
to others. I really like that they weren't like, we're going to make a dramatic moment where Ruby's true semblance is revealed. They were like, no, Penny knows. And Penny was like, here's what happens. And I'm like, wow, I really appreciate this. <laughs> right? She actually, Two seconds. Molecular stuff. And then I was like, oh, man. I appreciate that. Instead of drawing it out. Or having it like a dramatic, like, this is what it is. Because how do you reveal that is like a great like thing. Like I know. They're like, you know what? Let's just make it simple. Keep it yeah. simple. Mm-hmm. It's complicated, but it's simple. Yeah. It's like two things at once. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. Shrink down people. No math. I wonder if that's going to come in handy like at some critical point. I like, could she, she do what Fiona does? Could she take a ship and be like, I'm going to shrink the ship and bring it with us? Oh, my God. I don't know. <gasps> I bet because Penny said that mass doesn't yeah, matter mass doesn't at that matter. point. Oh, yo, what my. if she uses it on all of Amity? What if she does it on the whale? <laughs> <laughs> this bitch empty. <laughs> She'd be like, I can do the only thing to save everybody. I'm gonna I gotta this <laughs> whale and sail him out of the system. And she just does it. Can you imagine? Just like flies all the way somewhere else, way up, and then just poof, and then she just like falls back. And they're like, no, we're in Yo, space but now. What if? What if? Maybe not space. It's <laughs> a burn in the atmosphere. Oh, God. Never mind. But it's possible. No, I like this idea. What if she just eats the whale? I think it's, I think it's what the end is going to be. I think she's going to do that. Wow. Oh Tip, I think God. that's. I think. I think you're absolutely right. Mass doesn't matter. Mass doesn't matter. It could be anything. It could be anything. It literally could be anything. It's gonna be including no Moby Dick. <laughs> I like how like last. I'm just season. kidding. Not Moby Dick. Is it Moby Dick? It's, no, no, it's Monstro. It's Monstro. Yeah. <clears throat> but apparently they call this one Monstra. Mo- Monstra girl. Yeah, yeah. Because you know. Yeah. Yeah. Girl power. Yeah. You eat that city monster. <laughs> Don't do that, city. <laughs> don't, no, I'm kidding. Don't do that, please. No. <laughs> no, no Oko and Robin are on there. Everyone, no, like, there's a lot of mantle people on there. No, don't eat that, city. And um, Winter, oh, never mind. There's a lot of people I like on there. So. Um, wait. Remember last time we were like, they're going to yeet Atlas into the atmosphere. And then we were like, that's a crack theory. That's not really going to happen. I think Ruby yeeting the whale <laughs> But I have a feeling it might be. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the idea came, but I really now think it's possible. Or, like, or Amity Tower. Oh. Oh. Like, oh. either one, I'm down. I want the whale, because that'd be really funny when she's like, do you know what my semblance is? Which, boom. <laughs> but it's probably going to be... Uh, I, how far can she travel while she's doing that? It looks like she just put them in her cape. Short, yeah. So I'm like, I mean... I guess Maybe up to, her yeah, her limit, whatever her limit is. Um, 10 kilometers. <laughs> yeah, 10 kilometers. That makes sense. Uh, um, so, yeah, they, they have to get through central command mm-hmm. and then hack. So that scene afterwards, or like that, that whole part of the episode was really crazy. Yeah, it was, it was fun And frustrating. Say. Mm-hmm. God, I think was episode three the one that I was I was so frustrated with. With like when the Aesops came into play. Yeah. yeah. God, the Aesops, just everybody. Ironwood, man, I could not shut up about how angry I was. You little bitch, you know what I'm kidding. 
Okay, so let's start with um, they finally make it to the room, right? Let's talk about Bill. Bill? Oh! <laughs> How can I forget about How can you Bill? Forget Bill? God, poor Bill. <laughs> it was like my favorite part of the episode because it was, if once again, so it funny. once again felt like it was like, let's put some of season one's humor into pl- best thing you've ever done, Rooster Teeth. Please keep more of it up. It was great. Whoever was a voice actor for Bill. He sounded so sad. His gasp yeah. was perfect. And the dude who <gasps> got coffee on him. <gasps> I've never heard someone scream so I would, I, it's accurate. It's so real. If you ever spilt coffee on yourself. Yes. Either it's a silent or it's like an actual scream. Read the sign, Bill. <laughs> Read the sign. No, boot and it's. God. I guess it was Bill's spot. Fresh. I was like, oh, poor Bill. Somebody made his mug. It says best dad. They put best dud. dud. And uh, I was like, oh, poor Bill. And then I was like, but Bill, they did say no food and I drink. I guess that wasn't the first time. Yeah. Bill, all of your coworkers. Slam cuts like, off. What they say? What all of your coworkers? That's the new. That's what I want to know. Bill. Can Bill's backstory. Us? Yeah. We want to know. <laughs> who is Bill? Why is he best dud? <laughs> who did that? And who made that sign that said no food and drinks with the Grim Shark? Because that Grim Shark was really cool. I think. <laughs> are there Grim Shark? I want there to be Grim Shark. I mean, I guess if there could be Grim monkeys, Grim <laughs> elephants, Grim whales, why not sharks? Yeah, man. Is there an ocean in Ruby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Remember, <clears throat> Blake had to cross it to get to Menagerie. Right, right. Yes, yes. So there's a sea dragon. Oh, yeah, there's got to be sharks. Yeah, I believe it. I'm always like, what? Well, why are the animals? Why are there no human grim? That's creepy. I mean, the apathy, I guess. I'm kind of humanoid. That's creepy. Well, now the hound changes the, yeah, the, no, he's the game, weird. you know. He's, uh, <laughs> he can talk. He's like Ditto from Pokemon, except not as cute. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. So, so yeah, okay, Bill, so sorry, but oh, it's but over for you. Yeah. You're, you're going to lose your job. I know, he's definitely okay. going to lose his job. I wonder if he'll pop up later. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, maybe he'll be in the camp later. Oh, maybe. Oh. Maybe they throw him out the end of Atlas. Yeah, screw Ironwood. <laughs> and he's falling. Oh, Happy Huntresses, show your teeth. Ah. And then they catch him and they're like, oh, Bill, we'll, we'll take you. <laughs> Don't bring your coffee into the break room. <laughs> um... So yeah, after that, it was they went into the room, mm-hmm. and then something weird happened. Um, right? Did the doors open on them? Petro hijacked Pennywell. Oh hijacked right! Them. Oh yeah. That was he took advantage. He like went in her brain. I was trying to think. I was it. like, well, I guess for any programmable thing, I guess it's. I mean. I guess it's possible that you could create something and then just cut off that access even to yourself to be able to, like, hack into something. Mm. But then I'm not sure if that's possible. I feel like for anything that you create that's like that, there's some way to hack into it. I'm not sure. I mean, that's what Watts is trying to do now when we find out. Yeah. Which is... <laughs> horrible. I feel like you're going to throw up. Yeah, I am going to throw I up. I am too much So mad. Me. Um, yeah, I think obviously having Pietro get into her brain definitely was foreshadowing for, and I don't think it's like Penny's going to become evil as her soul and her person. I think it'll just be, she won't be able to control the actions. Yeah. And I Which think is her- funny because that's like what happened and how Pura like quote unquote killed her. She yeah. couldn't control the illusion that, you know, she couldn't control her. She didn't know Penny was made of iron or yeah. made of metal. So yeah, that's a nice, nice throwback. 
I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be like she can't, you know. Yeah, I don't know. And but I think also, you know, her facial expression before mm-hmm. she was she really seemed like not like obviously unwilling, but you know, she didn't want that to happen. And mm-hmm. I think that will whoever her fairy is or oh, yeah. you know her helper, I think this after this moment and after she probably turns evil by being hacked, she'll really wish to be like human. I think that's what the staff of creation is gonna do is turn her human. That's her fairy. Or... Oh my god, yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about. The yeah. fairy the fairy is the staff of creation. It's the staff. Gosh. I just feel like that would be a good twist. Or that a good would be, thing. Yeah. Because we had a genie, so now it's time for maybe a fairy or what else would there be? I don't know. Something. So yeah, it's just really upsetting. So then yes. after that, yes. God so freaking Aesop, Ace Ops. I always want to call them Aesop, like Aesop Rocky. Aesop. <laughs> oh yeah. Or Aesop's Fables, which Aesop's is Aesop's Fables. Named after. Yeah, but you know that makes more sense. No, Aesop Rocky. I, I love him. <laughs> but God, they're just so frustrating. Like them. Like obviously, like Yang said. Was it in this episode? No, it was probably in episode four. But, um, you know, she said, obviously, we didn't make all the right decisions. Mm-mm, that was four. Yeah. yeah, that was four. But I feel like, you know, in episode three, the Aesops <clears throat> were, like, calling them out for that. And as if, you know, their suggestions were the right ones. And yeah, they even said oh that. They're like you know, the right thing to do was this and blah, blah, blah. And like, how could you be so sure? It's obviously like, how could doing what Salem asks be any good? How does that look feasible and reasonable when she's got fucking flying monkeys attacking people and grim? Like it just, I don't see how like they could be that desperate. I don't know. I mean, I guess they did just lose their leader, but I know, I feel like they're, and not now that they're directionless, but I feel like it's like, you know, you have to pick your side you're on. It's like, if you dig a hole, might as well dig it deeper, you know? I mean, it's really hard to get out sometimes when you're so deep in that hole. It's like, the only way is maybe, maybe go down a little more. <laughs> um, and I feel like that's kind of like, um, what they're doing is like, they just can't, there's nowhere else for them to go, but what do they defect to the other side? You know, it's like. That would be like it's just I can I can just imagine it's hard because it's not like Ironwood's always been like this. It's not like the world's always been like this. It's like a very traumatic shift, and they didn't you know I'm sure they didn't grow up learning about Salem. That's true. And so it's like now they're like, uh, we we can't make these decisions. It's interesting because it's kind of like Ren's like we can't make these decisions. I'm sure the Aesops, even though they're adults, are like we can't make these decisions either. Like we have to trust in someone who is. Yeah. And I think that's where the tough thing is because. As Ironwood said in the first, in the second episode, it's really hard to lead people. It's really yeah, hard to get people is. together. And so I think that's an interesting dynamic is that these characters are like, I don't have anyone to follow. I, I, I'm afraid to follow this person or I have to be the leader. There's this big conversation that's kind of happening in the show about leadership and what it means to be a leader. As a little bit more experienced, hunters and huntresses, they... I guess are able to see that they shouldn't be making all of these decisions, kind of like you were saying that Ren was pointing out. And I, I don't know. I did have this one thought um, before you give your view on this um, that we see. We thought that like Mero would be the one that would join the other side, 
and it was really confusing during that part of the fight when he was following orders to take Penny's, one of Penny's swords. But I thought that maybe it's because he is like, not terrified, but really scared of what Ironwood would do to one of them if they don't cooperate. And so he could see that Harriet was hesitating and like wanting to do it, you know, her own thing or her own way to get Penny, but that would potentially put her in danger in Ironwood. Like, Absolutely. Ironwood. Absolutely. My face when she was saying, I was like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, because I think it's an interesting, once again, they're doing this thing where it's like Ironwood is kind of the absolute power, just like Salem is. So it's like Mara was a newcomer to this Aesop's team more than the others. So it's almost like he is... Um, coming into this like uh if i don't follow directions what the heck's gonna happen and like now that ironwood's gone off the rails i mean it's not like any of us can talk him down from this like i mean winter might be his bird right <laughs> as we referenced Winter's in the bird. void and in, in, in the in the boys in the boy <laughs> said bird um <laughs> bird is the word <laughs> it is the word uh but yeah so like like uh that that was referenced that ironwood's kind of not stable anymore talking him down isn't working it's not gonna work it's like now there's a threat of real like death if you don't follow orders which is exactly what salem's done to her people and it's what why ironwood was like not ironwood ospin was like that was my mistake too it was like not trusting the people around me and not allowing decisions to be made more with a group decision because i think that's the thing is like everyone wants the mantle of leadership some people don't want the mantle of leadership but they don't realize that like it's the collective action of many people that really affects change if one person's calling all the shots, it usually doesn't end well because they're one person. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, it's interesting to see Salem being like, I'm going to call all the shots. And Iron would be like, I'm going to call all the shots. And it's like these two egos sitting on opposite ends of the chessboard. Going to extremes to yeah. get what they, they want done. Um, yeah, and I just wonder if, you know, Ren is going to realize this at some point. Because it yeah. seems like he's leaning more towards, like, well, we need a leader, you know, someone like that to make these calls. But that is obviously being shown to not be effective. Or, you know, you get bonkers people who <laughs> just, like, will shoot anybody. <laughs> oh, or or have that. them be numb by Grim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever option you got. You know? <laughs> right. I do keep a grim for my enemies, but... Uh, yes, me too. It's a good thing to have, you know? Just throw people in the grim room. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, interesting. Was there anything else that caught your eye in, in the third episode? I guess just the fight, if you want to talk a little about what, like, what the fight was or how, you know, or With... Nora. Oh, yeah, that was intense. She was a badass despite yeah. what happened at the end with her after getting the door open yeah i just man that's so hard because she's trying to find herself and what she is what she means like her purpose without ren and then like i don't know such a powerful and emotional moment yeah i think that like blake and weiss talking to her was really important because i think a lot of people sometimes in relationships of any dynamic it could be relationship with family with friends with with a significant other it's like sometimes if they're very you're together for so long like Blake said it's like you become part of each other or or you share in these things and it's like it's not that's not a a good thing but it's like you have to be an independent person too I think that's something a lot of people sometimes struggle with is that like when you've been with someone or there's not it doesn't feel like there's an out for you to be yourself because it feels like your identity is both of your identities 
And I feel like it's just, it's important to let everyone know you can totally be yourself. And, but it's hard. It's a hard lesson. And so I feel bad for, for Nora, who's probably been like, I've never had myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's also hard too, because it, it just, I guess it goes to show that that kind of relationship is complicated and it can push people to do extremes just to prove themselves that they are worthy to other people and to themselves. And so like Nora, I mean, man, she did what, you know, I guess she had to do, but maybe there was another way. Mm. But in the end, you know, that was the only thing, like... Yeah, just, just hit it with a hammer. Yeah, I mean, go <laughs> Thor. <laughs> but For real. I know, but it was hard. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was hard. I hope she... I know she's going to be okay, but... Uh. I know, that was painful to see it's so early in the season, someone kind of go out like that. Because it's like, you know, we assume that they're pretty hardy characters and that it takes more than that. And it's like, holy crap, actually, like... I mean, that must have been really powerful because she shorted the power. Isn't that how she got her someone's? By getting struck by lightning. She's like, weird day. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> oh my gosh. We should rewatch that. Yeah, we should. It was like season one or two or something. I got struck mm-hmm. by lightning. Weird day. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that, that is, is a weird, weird day. day. <laughs> I think that, you know, before that too, the fight, Penny fighting the Aesops. Oh yeah. Was interesting. Um, it wasn't like the most thrilling fight. Just, just because it was like the stakes, they were high, but it didn't feel like they were super high. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like the end scenes of like Winter and 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 Cinder and all that. That was like, those were some great fight scenes. Tyrion and this one was just like, okay, this is a fight scene, but it's like kind of just to show off her ma- her maiden powers or her learning the grip the grasp of it. I'm just I'm so curious as to why Penny was fighting the Aesops, and then when they stole her sword, Ruby and all of them, they were like, wow, that's suspicious, that's weird, but then they didn't do anything after that. I'm like, what the fuck? You're in the plane, you finally escape, and you're like, Penny's like, it's time for me to go, and you're like, yeah, okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Uh, You're not gonna be like, you know what, why did they take your sword? Maybe you should stay with us, we can figure this out. See your dad, tell him. Yeah, like, I'm like, they should have at least maybe mentioned, like, you should tell your dad what happened to your sword, just so he knows. And I'm sure she will. Or I guess maybe she's she... on her way, right? Yeah, because he's going there, because they're going to Amity. Or he's at Amity. It was interesting to see Marrow get knocked around a few times, and they saved him, of course. But I was just, like, also like, oh, what if they don't save him one time? And he's like, fuck you guys, going on the other side. Or, um, like, what you mentioned the other day, um, or when we first watched it, that, you know... It was almost like they were always saving him. Mm. And maybe at some point they're going to be like, look, you're dragging the team behind. Mm. And we can't keep carrying you like this. Yeah. And then that's when he's going to switch. That's, yeah. I guess that's basically what you just said. No, but it's like the same kind. It's a different thing in the sense that it's like he might either. They might just be like, oh, you're, we, we can't we can't risk it all for you kind of thing. You're going to die. Or it might be him being like them being like, you are not strong enough. Get out of here. Or you're not doing your job. And. But it was interesting because I thought Mara would be the defector. I think everyone did. But we see Harriet kind of show, not that she showed hesitation, but I feel like she's also, because she's the one who was like, I want to capture Penny. And I was like, no. And she's like, why? She's questioning him kind of in the same way Cinder's questioning Salem. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm always, I'm, I'm just curious as to why that's, you know, why she's doing that. Because she was so order in the other seasons. She was like, we're following orders and we're doing it. But I think she is headstrong in the sense she wants to punch stuff. 
Yeah. I support you, Harriet. I don't like you. <laughs> I support you punching things. Well, I'm glad Robin called you out earlier. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> and that's bringing us right into season of episode four. Yeah. Although, really quickly, yes. before we go into episode four, I feel like we forgot to talk about something that you pointed out to me in the end of the second episode. Okay. When... Salem was in the dark and Oscar woke <gasps> up and she has that smoke in her No, head. that's the uh, that's the fourth episode. Nuh uh. Isn't is it? That? Is it? Is it? <laughs> Sorry, my, my nephew is like just uh, older than one now and he's so freaking adorable and he just like will point at things or you look at you and have the biggest grin on his face and he'll be like, Is it? <laughs> Is it? Is it? It is. It is. And so every time I say it now, that's all I can think. And, and Rachel knows because I'm that crazy aunt that's like, look at my nephew. <laughs> look so at my cute, nephew. Though. <laughs> he oh. is. Oh, and it's funny because I hear you say, "Is it?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it now." Is it? Is it? <laughs> it's so, so cute. cute. Oh, it's precious. Anyways, that's episode four. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because <gasps> he. Right. We didn't know what happened. Okay. All right. Getting right into episode four. Which I think is the best one so far. It's just, I mean, the, 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 like, of this season, this is the one that I was like, wow, this has really changed a lot of things. And it's really shown the growth of the team as, like, a creative team. Because there was a lot yeah. of really cool shots and a lot of really interesting things that they did. Yeah. The play with the lighting and stuff, I just... Good job, Groovy. Go off. No, Tell that was... start it. Oh, start the... Mm-hmm. Um, well, we start with the opening. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, where do we begin? Oh, we begin in the cell block. Yes. The cell block tango. Ugh. Um. <laughs> Ugh. Lips. Yeah, do you know that song? Dun, 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 pop, six, squish. You know that? No. No, no. <laughs> no. He had it coming. He had it. Chicago? Nope. He only had it. If you'd have been there. I'm kidding. It's it's a really great song. Everyone look it up. It's called <laughs> Subblock Tango. Um, or Watch Chicago. But I like that, though. The name's perfect. I know. It's exact. <laughs> and we have um, all of them, except Watts is not back yet. Or no. I think they brought him back. They did bring him back, yeah. So they're bringing him back. And then that's when... And that's when Harriet and Marrow. Oh. It was interesting to see when Robin approached Harriet. Or Harriet approached Robin, but Robin came over to the cell and she was like, well, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you... Um, you, you just don't, you want someone to blame. Like, that's all you're looking for. And she was, like, really real with them. And it was interesting to see Harriet kind of hesitate and Mero be the one being like, what are you doing, Harriet? And she's like, oh, I might have actually wanted to know if it was the truth. Like, I don't know if that's what she was thinking or maybe she just wanted to beat Robin up. Whichever. But it was interesting to see Harriet show that kind of, like, hovering over the board. And then we looked at the, we saw it. It was, like, authorized personnel kind of thing. The, 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 yeah. So it was interesting to see that. Yeah, I think so too. And I guess it made it all the more, just slightly more unclear about Marrow's position. But I think that also goes in to what we said earlier that he's just really scared because Ironwood is bananas now. Gone bananas and uh, doesn't want to mess with his authority. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. But I do really like that uh, at this point this episode like him and robin or crow and robin are like really hitting it off i'm obsessed i want them to break out and start their own crew like 
Yeah. Fudge everyone. I mean, except no. I want him to join the Happy Huntresses is what I'm insinuating. I yes. want him to be a part. 150%. Like, just join the Happy Huntresses. Like, it's great. I honestly think that what she said to him was really important, too. Because it's like, you know, it's obviously not the same thing. But she was like, hey, like, my semblance, I get, you know, different. But it also makes it hard because people don't necessarily want... They think I might, you know, betray their secrets or want to know too much. And I was like, that's super interesting. And he, he said that, too. He was like, I, I never thought of it that way. And so I think that opens the door for their kind of development as whatever they're... I'm assuming they're going to be partners or friends or whatever it is. But... um and it's interesting when Harriet... It's interesting... It, it's also interesting that Crow is like, I didn't kill him. Because I imagine he'd be like, I did, take me, arrest me, whatever, man, I'm over now. But he's actually, like, fighting back against it, which I was like, I think that shows a very healthy, like, I didn't do it. I mean, I did, but, like, it he was hasn't also... Given up. Yeah, he hasn't been, like, yeah, whatever. He's, he's like, yes, I'm not doing this. I'm going to kill Tyrion or whoever. Whoever he was talking about. I feel like it's Tyrion. Or maybe too. it's someone random. I'm <laughs> <laughs> that guy... Bill! <laughs> you know what? When we watch, it's like the end scene. It's like, oh my god, is he gonna kill Iron when he bursts in? He's like, Bill! You're gonna kill that Bill. It's for the coffee spill on me when I first walked in here. Just kidding. That'd be amazing. <laughs> the whole time it was really Sorry, Bill. Bill. <laughs> we do like you, Bill. You're the best dud. You're the best dud ever, Bill. <laughs> But no, I think that was, yeah, I think that was interesting to see them. And then to have Watts come back in and then, you know, Harriet and Marrow left. And then, interesting. I wonder if, you know, he's just in the background now, but um, what's his face? Fly man, swatting flies. Snake, Snake with, with a, a mustache. mustache. <laughs> I'm like, he's literally just been listening to them, like, the almost the entire time, despite mm-hmm. that first the second episode where he made a little comment and whined a little bit about flies. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I don't know if he's going to have any more like big show in this, in this season, but I wonder if there will be something that is going to happen where he like comes through in a sense or not trying to redeem himself because mm. I just don't like him. No, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want honestly, I'm like, it. maybe he'll just die. Like maybe he'll be that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Weiss, I know that your dad, you know, passed things aside. It's still tough. I, I I, just feel like it'd be really interesting and almost funny, but not really, if they were just like, oh, we need a shocking death. We need to show that this person or whatever the threat's real. And they just, all oh, because yeah. Because they're like, you know what? Expendable. He served his plot purpose. It's fine. Or what if he, like, runs away, but since he's a snake with a mustache, he leaves, like, his skin behind, so they're kind of like... <laughs> Oh, we know where he went, but I mean, is it worth finding? Oh, true. They could just put him on a bus. <laughs> That's my favorite TV trope. You just put him on a bus, you know, just get them out of here. Or he's going to get swallowed by Monstra. I'm uh, sorry, not Monstra. Um, no, Monstra. It's Monstra? Yeah. Okay. By Monstra. And then when Ruby comes in and oh. he eats them, he's just going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll be like, where was he? And they put him on Monstra. Mm. <laughs> now he's gone. But this totally makes sense. Sorry, I'm just no. thinking, like, Penny is going to get swallowed by Monstra because she... No, she's... No, wait. Maybe they're, she's Pinocchio. No, she's... I she's think she's going to bring the relic into right. the monster's mouth, and it's going to be the blue fairy. 
Okay, sorry, my brain going on tangent. And then she'll be real girl, and then she'll burst out of its stupid head. Yes! Yes! Yes. Because then maybe her shoes will just be like rockets, right? It will oh. actually be her. Yeah, yeah. She'll have to. Oh, I never thought of those weird things, and it's like, oh no, I can't do the finger thing anymore. That'd be a really funny scene if she becomes human, and then she's like, all right, finger! Oh, Ooh, shit. Gotta get used to that. I forgot about that. It was Knives funny. don't just come out her back. Oh, maybe it's like a backpack. Yeah, I feel like. like beep, oh, yeah. Press a button. I don't know. I Anyways. Don't <laughs> yeah, maybe she won't like really fight after she becomes human. Yeah, maybe not. Or maybe she will. We'll or see. but she'll still have the, unless. Oh, the she'll staff, still have the maiden powers. Yeah, yeah. takes that away. She'll but be fine. I doubt that. Interesting. Um, so, anyways, sorry. Um, <gasps> I'm sorry, I just thought maybe them taking away one of her swords is almost like sh- foreshadowing that she might not have them anymore. Ooh. Uh, sorry, that was... I mean, I know it's because they're hacking her, but... but hey, you never could know. Could be possible, yeah. That's that's interesting. Anyway, what were you saying? I interrupted. No, I was just thinking about the next scene. Um, so, after... Bar... I mean, not Bar Tinkle. Barbara? <laughs> Barbara Stress. <laughs> Uh, jail cell tango. I'm just kidding. I can't remember. <laughs> only has himself to blame. So then we go into Yang, and them or no? Oh yeah, aren't they chasing that? They're trying town? to get Oscar back. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, this is why we okay. So I think, right? I think or were they in Weiss Weiss Manor? Shiny <laughs> 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 Manor, but it should be Weiss Manor. Right. So at some point. Right, Ruby bring Ruby and them bring Nora to Weiss Manor mm-hmm. to get help. <laughs> Weiss Manor. <laughs> Did I say Weiss Manor? <laughs> I really get it's it's what it is now. It will I now be known as Weiss Manor. I just convinced myself that it was called Weiss Manor. It is called now. It is it is Weiss Manor. <laughs> we will take no no criticism. <laughs> I didn't even realize I said that. I was thinking Schnee, but I said Weiss. That's just what it's I meant to be. Do. I used to call her Schnee. And like, oh, she... D- Weiss. Uh, I did forget about that. Um, but yeah, so they take... And Whitley answers the door like he always does. Right. I guess without the help. You know, he's the help. He's the <laughs> help. I, I, I'm trying to think, like, I don't know if there was anything to... Was he cook his own dinners, too? Significant. Oh, I guess so. Mac and cheese? What is he, like, 12? <laughs> How is he so... Toothpick. What's why? Because he doesn't eat. Oh my god! No one feeds this child. It's and funny. now you just sent him to his room. Watching you don't have any more adult. servants. Yeah. It's like watching as a kid, I wouldn't even think of that stuff. I'd be like, oh, whatever. He's stupid and smelly. But like watching as an adult, I'm like, oh my god, this kid is not being cared. His mother's an alcoholic. So he locked herself in a room. Like, <laughs> um. But yeah, so we have the Shinny Manor, and she ordered Whitley to go to his room, starving with no no dinner. Didn't even <laughs> offer to make him anything. Okay. Gosh. I mean, the mom's probably starving too, but she's got her vodka. That feature. I'm sorry, that's horrible too. I know, I'm like, I, uh, I, 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 res- I understand, like, Willow's struggle, and, like, I, I, I'm not yeah. going. But I'm also like, your child needs food. Your child needs hugs, care. So I wonder where they're really going to come into play, because they are in the. They're in the, in opening. the opening, yeah, so I wonder if they're going to do anything with them. I feel like they'll just hang up there. I feel like it might be a while that they're there. Yeah. Not, like, a huge amount of time, but, like, a day or something. Right, because you know? this is a span of two days. Yeah, it's just two days this season. Crazy. So much has already happened. Like, and this is just, like, what, day one? Yeah. Ugh. Um, 
yeah, so switches over to Yang, Ren, and Jean, Mr. Goodlegs. <laughs> they really shined this episode, didn't they? Woo! I mean, seriously, when he's doing flips, just everything, like, you know. Good rigging, great. team. Good oh, rigging. God. Seriously, his hairdo is great. Everything about him is great. I really love him. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're trying to get Oscar back. And the animation was really awesome. I thought, um, I don't know. I just thought it was really cool how they were able to, like, go and not transitions, but just it flowed really well. It was so smooth. Mm. Like them jumping onto each other's bikes and yeah. the, the teamwork there. It seemed really natural with Yang. And I know it was like a time of urgency. Like they're trying, all they're thinking about is getting Oscar back. Yeah. But it worked. Yeah. They worked so well under that pressure. I don't know. I huh. wonder if that's going to like, hopefully they, they realize that towards the end when everybody needs to work together to mm. fight Salem. They're going to be like, look, we, we know can we it. can make it work. Yeah. We just literally have to work together. That's actually what I was thinking. I was like, maybe they'll realize that they can do it. Yeah. Like, Ren's like, we can't do it. Um, we'll talk about Ren's little <sighs> The song, too, came out. I didn't expect a song this episode. Not not that they're... It was just like, oh, oh okay, cool. And it was... it was. I, I feel like I need to listen to it again. Um, but it would sound like a really good song. Like It sounded like it was like really catchy and really cool. And I was like, oh, I would listen to this when I run. Because that's what I always do when I watch this show. I'm like, oh, I would run to this. <laughs> That guitar solo yeah. was sexy. Yeah. Sexy is a good word for it. Very sexy. I was sexy feeling guitar. it. I mean, it, it was... wasn't a sexy scene. I mean, there were all sexy scenes. Like, it was... <laughs> okay, I'm going <laughs> to stop right there. <laughs> it reminds me of when I was asking my friend. I'm like, oh, she wants the new Blood of Zeus, that Netflix show. And I was like, was it sexy enough? No, like, was it sexy time? <laughs> Was it a sexy time? Was it a sexy time? <laughs> is that my wife? Like, I was like, is there? Is that my husband? Is there? <laughs> I need a sexy time. Yeah, yeah. The music sounded really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and the teamwork was really good. Yeah, it was neat to see. It was funny to watch because we watched Ren go up. He's going to launch you up there. And I was like, uh-oh. And so he launched him. And then Ren was like, okay, well, I guess I'm here now. And we're like, he's going to fucking hit things. And he did. I know. He hit a lot of stuff. like he's going to hit the rock. So I'm like, if he doesn't hit stuff, I'll be like, come on. Like, uh, you got to hit stuff. And he was like, boom, boom, boom. I was like, oh, God. It was like a pinball. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did Jean say? He's like, hang in there. And he's like, it's not like I have a choice. Okay, you didn't give me one, you butthead. <laughs> It wasn't crazy. We we kind of saw it before, but the hound could control or command. Yeah, call for uh, like extra recruits. Yeah, and I'd love when they all came out. They were drilling up from the earth. Yeah, sentinels. That was crazy. It was crazy cool. I don't know. I just I it makes me more convinced that this hound has a part of Salem's soul, or whatever. (laughs) It's got to be something. I don't want it to be summer. Maybe it will because the whole. Grandmother's in wolf's clothing, but I'm like, I don't want it. I want something else. Mm. <sighs> it's gotta kill the horror quest. Does quacks. that mean that the hound would be immortal too, though? Because she's immortal, so if she gave. Oh, the yeah. Hound part of I can't her, die. Just put it in a tiny oh, box Jesus. and lock it away. Yeah, something. How do you deal with immortal people? You lock them away? Obviously, you can't. Well, that's what she wants to do. She's like, I want them to come back and kill me. You just kind of let them roam. <laughs> you just kind of let them do their thing. Maybe at the end of this, Salem won't die. 
Everything good? I always I I actually just thought about that. I was like, what if the because like the her end game is like I want the gods to come so they'll murder me and put me out of my misery. And I'm like, but what if in the end she's like, well, I got my lot in life. not that the gods were justified at all because I was like, those are shit gods, mean people. She wasn't immortal humans. in the first place, right? Mm-mm. She was human. She, she killed gods, right? Or no, the gods, no, fled. No, the gods fled. That's when the moon blew up. Because <laughs> right. one of them was like, oh shit, boom, and he hit the moon. I'm just trying to, sorry, <clears throat> so no, bad. No, no. How did this? she become immortal? She fell into the pool. Oh, no, 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 that's how she became evil. They they granted her immortality just because they wanted to teach her a lesson. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay. And she fell into the pool and got a grim. Grimified. Right. Grim, grim. Um, okay, there we go. So I'm thinking, what if she doesn't die in the end? You know, they said there's no way to kill her. And we're always like, wow, we got to find a way. But what if they don't? What if she just is kind of, you know. Simmers um, down. Simmer <laughs> down. Because she can't do anything now. Simmer down. Um, Salem. And she just kind of wanders and we let it be. I mean, that would be crazy. And she doesn't do anything anymore. And hopefully she doesn't, you know, want that power. But she hey. Don't. That unfortunate soul that crosses her path. So sorry. <laughs> or she just becomes like not good, but she's immortal, so it's like she you're, just you're stops not... caring, doesn't do anything. Yeah, like, uh, she's just kind of like whatever. That's depressing. Do your stuff, <laughs> and like maybe becoming more of a benevolent factor in Earth. I, I don't know. It's just her grim side. Just get the grim out of her. Yeah, mm. and then maybe she we don't need to kill her. Not, not that we do, she's done a lot of terrible things, but I'm saying what's the cost of killing her? Summoning the gods back, and then having a whole little confrontation with them. Or, I guess, like, they could maybe potentially take her immortality away and just let her live the rest of her life out until she dies? How would they do that? How would they... Well, if they granted it oh, in the, the first place... Oh, the gods take it away. Yeah, isn't that... Yeah. I was thinking they just would just... Because they said next time we come, we'll just blow it up. Um, we don't want it anymore. But then I feel like, you know, like, everybody else is going to be like, you can't do that. And, like, I don't know. I wonder if that's how my toys felt when I was a kid and I would build these elaborate worlds. And then in the morning, I'd wake up and be like, I don't want this anymore. And I would destroy it all. And I'd build a new one. I wonder if the gods... I, I, I get mad at them now, but I wonder if my creations were just as angry at me. Oh, I'm sure. But now they're dead, so... <laughs> Kids do that all the time. Though. They have such elaborate stories. We're gods in our own ways, but... Ooh. That's a good line, Tophany. <laughs> Who the... It's Tophany. <laughs> Tophany. Um, okay, so let's... Let's, I'm sorry, I'm getting, like, jumpy all over the place. Let's do, so what, so after there was their, the Sentinels came out, they were doing it, and then, um, they fell off the bikes. Well, the bike, like, they, they realized reached, there was a they cliff. They reached a cliff, yeah, and they fell off. And they Ren had to save to, them. Yeah. And that was a sticking point for him, because he was like, I gotta let go of Oscar, I gotta take care of these shits, and he was like, what the I mean, it's not like he was making much of a difference anyways, just clinging on to the beast. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, the hound. Yeah. But, you know, SB's gotta be gloomy. Sad boy. But, brooding. I mean, SBB. reasonably so. Sad brooding boy. Sad brooding boy. SBB. I like it. But, yeah, I mean, like, it does make sense, you know, his argument that they are not experienced, they don't know what they're doing, they don't have a plan, they're just... They're just going at it, you know, the only way they know, the yeah. only way they have been doing it is just, like, very go with the flow. Mm. Uh, I don't, there's another word. But we'll I figure can't. it out kind of thing. Kind of yeah. by the seat of your pants. Like, they don't really have a plan. Ruby does, but like he said, Ruby's a kid. 
Like, yeah. he's he was like, I'm an orphan from nowhere. And I was like, but that doesn't matter. You know how many great people are orphans from the- Yeah, so many examples. And I think it's just, it's, it's again, for me, it feels a little unfair that, yeah. you know, throwing the blame all on Ruby because yeah. she's a kid, but she's the leader. I it's mean, it's not like you did it. Yeah, exactly. It's like no matter who it would have been, any, like, everybody would have gotten that specific blame because of the, you know, you know, everybody's stressed out, yeah. whatever, they would have gotten the same blame, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's like, it, to me, it doesn't make sense, it's not fair, because when you're thrown into that situation, a leader is going to make wrong decisions, it just happens, not, not yes. wrong, yeah. but, you know, nothing is going to be perfect, and so, like, that's just it reminds me of Harriet a little bit where he's mm. just trying to find someone to blame yeah and really it's it's just a tough situation and um John Jean is totally right like you need to talk about it with other people you need to let it be known whatever it is you're thinking before you like isolate yourself and and become totally alone yeah and, that's a big thing too and I think the important thing is like even realizing looking back on Ren's character he was always the quiet one he never really said much never really did much he was just kind of I mean he did a lot but I'm saying he didn't really like actively make a decision that the others didn't like he was always like uh-huh okay like even when Ironwood was like he was like okay you're the decision maker because you're the bigger you're, you're the headmaster here Ruby's not the headmaster and I'm starting to see like maybe it wasn't so much that he doesn't like the team but he's like Ironwood's a bigger figure of course I'm gonna listen to him he's the one who's gonna make these right decisions and so I definitely see and it's neat and kind of creative how they built that up because yeah I mean that makes sense like you want to listen to an adult like growing up you just always kind of looking as adults who have more experience and they obvious they should know what they're doing yeah they you don't think they would make wrong decisions or like decisions that aren't good Mm. for the common good i guess for the greater good (laughs) for the greater good but it's just weird that i guess I, i don't know he was he wasn't the only like head figure you know there was other adults that you could have chosen from and it's just weird that ren chose ironwood when it was so clear to everybody else that he was already falling off the he was losing his marbles yeah and it's interesting because like you know we saw crow as a figure technically that was an adult figure and he you know i don't think he i don't think any of them really saw crow as anything but like a person they respected but i don't think they really saw him in a position of you know in haven maybe during the haven arc but during six he was like despondent like you know whatever gave up and so I don't think they saw it as leadership and that probably fractured the faith of some of them in not just adults but in their figures that they depended on because they're human too and so it's probably like Ruby's like well if no one's gonna do it I'm gonna do it and I get the imperfect like um the idea of adult figures but and, and it's just one of those things where it's like with Ren and with Iron, well, with Ironwood's situation too. Of course, he makes bad decisions, and he's trying to say Ruby makes bad decisions too, and they're definitely not the same thing. But I think definitely points once again to the you should question your leaders, and Ren should have brought it up to her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's like if yeah, like you were like if if he was just like Ruby, I don't know if that's a good idea. Let's talk about it. I don't think Ruby would have been like, no, shut up, I'm gonna murder you. She's not Ironwood. She's like the most <laughs> open person that mm-hmm. you could talk to about this stuff. Exactly. I think the most willing to because she knows. Her position too yeah. she knows her status she is the younger one that's been put in a position mm-hmm. of leading older people so why would she you know be so 
closed-minded and, and ignorant of other people's, like, opinions about the situation. Yeah. And so nobody's really offering to help her. You know, and that's fine. Most people are deferring to her, and I totally get that. Cause, you know, it's really hard to make decisions on the fly. But it's also tough because for her, she's probably like, okay, I'll do it. But, like, I'm going to get shit for it. And I'm sure Ruby has to learn to take shit for mistakes and stuff and to understand that people aren't always going to love what you do. But... I just think, yeah, it's an interesting lesson that they're all learning. And I think it's great for the show to talk about it. I think so, too. At, like, thinking outside of this, their schools. Yeah. It seems like they nobody ever separates from their teams. It's like they, oh, they, right, they yeah. go off, but they stay in the teams. Whereas I was thinking that they just, can, they for some reason continue to stay in that mindset where, like, of course, everything is teamwork, and I think that's mm-hmm. really important. But at the same time, they're all leaders in a sense. Yeah. Because yeah, they are hunters true. and huntresses and huntsmen. So I uh, just think it was interesting, too, when Ren was like, we don't have an army, but you guys are literally the army. Yeah, yeah. Like, Ironwood's robots are extra, Have you, you know, seen them? They can't. They're like stormtroopers. Like, they can't shoot. I think the real army are all of the hunter huntresses and huntsmen. Yeah. Does that make sense? 100%. I no, I, it's definitely like they are the ones who've been trying. So that's why we we are like, Ren, what are you doing? Like, you know this is a... But I get it because it's like as a kid, like, you know, I, it, and even if you're... It's a lot of pressure. It is. And that's, that's the thing. It's like all of them are going through a lot. And Jean even said that. She's like, uh, this, he's just stressed out. And I'm like, that's also really good of Jean. Because that's really hard as a friend to separate someone's anger. Yeah. You think it's at you, but it's probably at everything. Yeah. And so I think that's so a mature. mark of a good friend. Yeah. Or a, some, a good person to be like, not me. Everything else. I still think he's. And yeah. Yang's line was interesting when she was talking about, um, I hope she doesn't think less of me. And everyone's like, or Jean was like, Ruby. But, like, it was Blake she was talking about. But I was like, I, I definitely don't think Blake is like, oh, Yang, what's wrong with you? I definitely think it was more like, this is really hard. Yeah. I think she's also kind of at that same mindset that Jean is at, where mm-hmm. she just, I don't know, she's just a, a little bit more understanding of the, the pressure everybody's on. Yeah, she's been through a lot. Yeah. So that was kind of, yeah, I agree. It was really interesting to hear her. And, and cute. To yeah. hear Yang be, like, worried about that. And... I know. I know. I'm excited. And I'm excited to actually see them apart. Because it's always if you're with somebody, you're not that you're not thinking about them, but they're constantly present. But if they're not there, it's interesting to see how you think about them outside of them being there. Yeah. And I was like, I'm excited for that. Um, we need to talk about the most awful thing that happened in that episode. Right. The end. Yes. Well, first of all, let's, let's talk about what Salem, when Oscar was woke up we heard that what is it the violin or that 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 sharp string intro oh god oscar oh don't my panic uh, of course if anybody's like don't panic i'm gonna start fucking panicking mm-hmm. like <laughs> i don't have you live long enough to know this and what we somebody had pointed out um that if you look really closely at salem making the smoke thing it's actually her four children which i did not see at all. Yeah, and you like, can hear the giggling very faintly. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Ah, oh, sucks I have horrible hair now. <laughs> now we want to rewatch it. But yeah, when when we were rewatching it, Rachel pointed that out to me. And there t- you could totally see it. If you like pay close attention right before the transition, mm. they're there and then they fade pretty quickly. But that was 
Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a good glimpse into her mind because she's, like, you know, just standing there. I guess it makes sense because, like, I mean, she yeah, she fell into the pool and created yeah. the grim or whatever, but <laughs> she got real evil, you know? She got really <laughs> evil, but that makes sense that she would be cons- constantly over all this time just still brooding about. Because she was evil when she had the kids, right? Oh, right. She was kind of. She was all grimified then. She probably misses them still. Oh, yeah. Salem. I'm kidding. But you did something horrible. Yeah, it was really hard to see the next scene. Like, her, Salem, torture Oscar. I want that boy to be able to go somewhere without someone trying to punch him. But in you the know face. what? He's so strong and, like, Everybody, I feel like, kind of underestimates him. Yes. And he's here fucking enduring this torture by Salem and Hazel. Oh, my God. I am a full-ass adult, and I would be like, you know what? I wouldn't. And also, Salem, let's talk about torture. Does not work. Like, that's my biggest thing about these things when they're like, oh, let's torture them. Like, that's not going to work because... Hazel's thing, sure. She just wants him to be un. She hates him, so she's like, "Yeah, beat the shit out of him. It's fine." But like to get information, that's not gonna yeah, be what that's... gets you the information. I'm really hoping that what's gonna, what it is, is that we see Hazel being the crap out of Oscar. But it's only until which I don't know if it's gonna happen. But Salem potentially walks out of the room. So and I think okay. So here's the thing. She like shot him with glowy stuff. Aaron Dismuke did an amazing job. Good job, Aaron. That's the voice actor. Yes. Also the voice actor of Alphonse Elric. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> we're really on the lanai, and we're first of all, I smelled brownies earlier. Brownies. I definitely smelled brownies mm-hmm. earlier. Um. Second of all, I feel like sometimes. I hope people can maybe hear us or not hear us. Oh, that definitely echoed across it the did. courtyard, I and heard... I feel really bad. It probably no. sounded like a... Aaron Dismuke, voice of Al. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. He did great. a great job I was screaming. terrified for him. I was like, I don't think... Holy crap. I can't even imagine making that sound. It's horrifying. And, like, just her... I just... It was knowing... Okay, so, like... Whatever. Knowing that Hazel went in and he was like, the rest is going to be for my sister. Or sister, right? Oh, yeah. Everything that follows is for my sister. I was like, that is way more chilling than, like, showing anything. Because, like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, he's going to beat the shit out of him. And I did not want, I want what you said to be true. I want him to be like, I'm going to punch. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hit you. I'm going to take you to prison. <laughs> or like, I don't know. I guess because I was, I I forgot that he realized he didn't realize. No, he realized that husband wasn't. Yeah, there. you're in a kid's body. I'm gonna beat the shit out of it. <laughs> oh, God, I guess what? there's no like, like, not. You know, I don't think Hazel could be like, well, Oscar's still there. Yeah, he doesn't He's have to be like, no, fuck you. You're going to turn like into Oscar. He punched him and he kicked him. I could not deal with that. That hurt Excuse way too French. much. I don't mean to be so um, rated R. What'd you say? I said the F bomb. <gasps> I know. <laughs> I feel like we drop it sometimes. This podcast is like, are you explicit? And I'm like, no, yes. fuck you. Oh my god, you should. <laughs> what the fuck makes you think I'm fucking explicit? <laughs> oh my kids are probably like a movie podcast. <laughs> Bitch. Like, don't worry, okay. mom, this is great. <laughs> throw an F bomb. Don't tell your mother. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But we just sometimes. Sometimes it emerges. <laughs> so the, the art no 
But I, yeah, wait, okay, beating up, no, uh-uh, I don't want, that's done. I'm mad about it, I'm I'm over it, and I'm not over it. I, I hope wanna... they show what will be the outcome in the next episode. I hope he's fine. God damn it, I just don't want. What is his semblance again? We don't know. Because he was able to, like, stop himself from totally falling into a Yo, what if he, like, protects himself? Oh, God, this is it. This is, this is what I want. This is, this is what's going to happen in my brain. This is how I'm going to go to sleep tonight knowing that he was not almost... He's going to, like, get protect beat himself. up pretty bad, and then he's going to be like, protect! And then somehow protect himself. Yeah, and then Hazel's going to be like, oh, shit, dude. Fudge nuggets. And then he's just going to leave him. Punch a hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah, do and that leave instead. through the hole. And <laughs> Like the Kool Aid Man. (laughs) He's gonna be like, oh no. I've been. (laughs) He walks out. Yeah. And then, wait, so following that, we have Cinder, Neo, Emerald, and Salem. Well, Cinder, Salem, Neo, and then Emerald. And then Emerald. Again, I'm just wondering when they're gonna show more of the Cinder backstory because. She said that that thing again where she was like, without you, I am nothing. So I'm like... Brainwashing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to know. Uh, Cinder was really scared of the hound. Yeah, that was interesting to and see. I, I wonder, like, what she's... I, I guess she's now really realizing that she's more so, like, yeah. a pawn. I know that... Salem said she was more than a pawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, that thing is, like, her. And it's interesting, because what if it, like, replaces... It's not going to replace Cinder. She's a summer maiden. So it's, in in a way, Cinder's, like, irreplaceable. Yeah. Unless she dies, and she's like, I'm going to... But she can't give the maiden powers to anyone else, really, unless she gives it to... Tyrion can, you know? So it's, like... I feel like she's okay safe. But I also think that, like, Salem isn't afraid to be like, I'll lock you up if I have to. Like, if you don't listen to me... Yeah. And I think the more that this stuff happens between Cinder and Salem or just Cinder doing anything, <laughs> uh, Neo is like, what yes. the crap am I in right now? I like, love that Neo is just like, budge. Like, you can just see it on her face. She's just like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have a choice. What, what? She's kind of just like, she, like, literally <sighs> the face was like, Dop. it's like if you end up aboard a Death Star and they're like, here. You live here now, and you'd be like, um... And you know that it's gonna get blown up at some point. <laughs> or just even, like, I know this is a horrible vehicle for evil, mm. but, like, I I don't know what... Because she's not totally evil. Like, I don't think she's no, totally she's evil. Like a she's like a petty thief. Like, yeah. oh, whatever, they did some killing of... It's fine. They blew but up But that's not, like, on the same level as everybody else on this monstra. No, and she's probably just like... Even if I'm a, even if I'm a really bad person, right? Mm. That's, like, stupid bad, yeah. you know? That's, like, that's like I just want to be bad in my corner. I don't want to be super villain bad. That attracts too much attention. Yeah. I just want petty thieving in a city that's an in unanimous city that's anonymous um yeah so i have a feeling she's gonna be very uh interesting and then emerald yes so we have the emerald and cinder and cinder's like i don't want this girl following me yeah i think probably in the next episode or two is where i think both neo and emerald are gonna be like we're just literally assets to cinder we are worms we are worms (laughs) and 
they're gonna dip out. They're gonna be like, yeah, we're, we're gonna go over with Ruby and them. Yeah, I, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. I'm more than this. I'm more, I'm more than, than an asset. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's most of it. That's, I don't know if we have any theories for next week. I, I honestly, my brain has been, um, usually I'm very obsessed with, like, Ruby lore and looking at all the stuff, but lately I've been very Final Fantasy XIV yeah. thoughtful, and so I'm, I'm very okay. like, yeah. um, but, you know, if we have anything, we'll, we'll tweet it on our Twitter, yeah. at Knights Lanai, the mm-hmm. Knights Lanai, Knights Lanai, Knights Lanai. Knights Lanai. And yeah, we we did have a tweet out, um, a very fun one, Ironwood involved. So please check it out. Yes, uh, it was a lot of fun making. Yeah, so. Tim worked hard at it. <laughs> it looks great. I did, I did. It's wonderful. So yeah, um, and if we do have any ideas, maybe we'll we'll post that too. So just keep in touch. Mm-hmm. And again, if you want to leave us any feedback, please do so. We'd love to hear from anybody. Yeah. Um, and yeah. With that said, aloha, have a great night. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. 